Welcome everybody back to the Rooted and Edified show. I'm your host, Caddy Elias, and you are joining us for a special episode, a quick one, which is titled The Holidays and Difficult People. Now, normally you see me and my co-host, Manny Elias here, but he's missing today. We miss you. Don't worry, he will be back. So let's give a special dance for him. All right, to remind you about our podcast, there's a few things I'd like to tell you. Our podcast, The Rooted and Edified Show, is a fun-loving, no-facade, conservative Christian worldview show for both men and women who want to hear about the four T's, which are testimonies, topics, talents, and theology, of course. We want to help you grow deeper in the relationship with Christ and more mature along your walk. And if we can get a few laughs along the way, or if I can get a few laughs along the way, I'm totally happy with that. Our podcast is available to you audio and also video. So whichever is your preference, there's something available to you. If you've heard our podcast today and you decide, man, I'd really like to contribute in some way. I really like that podcast. We would love to hear from you. Our website is www.beautifullyrooted.com, which is spelled B-E-Y-O-U. Now, as your special guest today, let me remind you a few things about myself. My name is Kat Elias. I'm married to Manny Elias. We have seven children. By trade, I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I have a ministry for women, which we go over in Christ, healthy relationships, healthy thinking, and healthy living. I also produce this podcast, and currently I'm on the board of the Association of Christians in Health and Human Services. That is a group of people who are in the health and human services or something very closely related, and they have a conservative theology. So if that's you, go and check them out, which is www.achhs.org. Now, also, in addition to those things, I'm a brand new homeschooling mom who is very surprised how much she loves it. So... There you go. You, sometimes you find out new things about yourself, right? So let's jump into this topic now. The holidays and difficult people. I think that title says, says it all right there, doesn't it? Manny and I wanted to get out a quick episode to you to help you along the way when you encounter those extra grace required persons in your life. Now, that's not a phrase that I came up with, but I love it. I think it's brilliant. Someone from my church did extra grace required people. There are people who just require extra grace, don't they? Sometimes they really know how to get into our skin. They know how to trigger the uglier parts of our personality. And sometimes they get us out of our godly character. Now you can say, if you prefer that you get yourself, out of godly character in response to these people, however you want to put it, there are just some people that are a little more difficult to be around and to tolerate for various reasons. And we want to give you some quick tips on how to handle that. Now, this is a quick episode. This is not a long one. So if you want to know more about this topic, we'd be glad to give you an episode. We just need to hear from you that that is what you want. Now, a few disclaimers before we start. Something that's really important is that when we're dealing with people with personality disorder traits or full-blown personality disorders, maybe they don't have a full-blown personality disorder, but they're just hard to be around. It is very easy to write these people off and to just say, you know, what they have brought up, I don't even want to talk about. They're so off base. They're so intense that it's hard to even take them seriously. 
Now, what I want to remind you of is that a lot of times these people have some sort of base somewhere in there at the very bottom that is valid or legit. It's just expressed in a very extreme way or felt in a very intense way. We can think that they're so out of reality because they're so intense. But a lot of times, if you if you really wind down and you really look at what's really going on, Sometimes they have feelings that are very valid and you don't want to write them off because they present so extreme. Like you want to deal with that very valid feeling or thought that's inside. Now, next disclaimer, learning how to accept people in their emotional limitations and sometimes their interpersonal difficulties. A lot of times their interpersonal difficulties does not mean that you must allow for abuse. It does not mean that you must see or talk to these people. Remember that unconditional love can mean that you recognize someone for their intrinsic value that God has given them. You love them as a human being that has been created in God's image. It does not mean that you have to allow for anything and everything. It doesn't mean that you have to unconditionally allow for someone to treat you poorly, to abuse you, or that you have to keep them in your life. That's not what that means at all. We can't always control or prevent abuse, but in the ways that we can, you have a right to make healthy boundaries for yourself. Next, this brief podcast is again for the holiday times, but much of this information can be utilized throughout the year. I'm going to be briefly addressing these issues, giving you five things to keep in mind, but there could probably be 1 million things if truth be told. If you would like a full episode on this again, feel free to contact us and we will try to get that out to you. Now, lastly, if you decide, you know what, I need some extra help with this, a little bit more individual attention on handling my loved ones or my not so loved ones, you can get help through the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration hotline, which is 1-800-662-HELP, H-E-L-P, or the numbers 4357. You can also visit the website, findtreatment.gov, G-O-V. Now that's for those in the United States. If you're outside of the United States, you can probably Google counselor near me and find some options. You can also probably Google for any of people out there listening or watching, dealing with difficult people. You're going to pull up a lot of different articles or suggestions on dealing with difficult people. Now, I can't recommend all of them. Some of them are not practical, but some of them are very helpful. So go and check that out. You can also Google Christian therapists near me, considering that the SAMHSA line, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration line is not a Christian line and lots will pop up. Now let's jump into this topic. The main question for the day for this episode, the holidays and difficult people. What can I do to help safeguard myself from losing my cool, breaking godly character, getting caught up in the emotional web or the emotional tornado that happens when I'm around my difficult loved ones, or again, my, maybe my not so loved ones. How can I try to keep myself from getting emotionally triggered by a difficult personality? Okay. I have five suggestions for you today. First, decide who you want to be, what character you want to have and maintain before you meet up with your family. It's super important. Don't wait only until that event. Decide beforehand. If you have significantly difficult people in your life, you likely know how they operate. You know the things they'll say. You know how they will trigger you. So I want you to think in advance who you want to be and how you want to respond practice it. Even if it's just rehearsing in your head, that's okay. That's better than nothing. 
what you want to do is put words to your thoughts and your feelings, because once you get anxious, once you get triggered, you'll be surprised how you jumble at the mouth and you say things that either irritate you or that person makes you more anxious. So I want you to as much as possible, try to rehearse. I want you to think about what that person will do likely, how you will respond. I want you to think about how that person will respond to your response and what you will do after that. To be honest, the last thing that you want is to be fumbling at the mouth with somebody who triggers you. Write down if you need to, to remember what kind of person you want to be. Write some words to trigger you, to remind you. Text yourself if you need to, what kind of person you want to be. Calm, loving, stable, regulated, joyful. Write those things to yourself to remind you. Maybe make a pact with somebody that will be there to remind you or some sort of hand signal to remind you. Remain calm, don't get angry, don't get anxious, be secure, whatever it is. The scripture for this point is Galatians 5, to 23, which is, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against these things. There is no law. You probably know that scripture by heart. And I hope that you said it with me. These are the goals. These are the godly characteristics that you want to have. Even when you're dealing with difficult people, you can't just have godly character when no one's triggering you. You also want to have it when you're have, when you're dealing with somebody who has difficult personality. The second thing that I would like you to do, the second tip that I have for you is to utilize cognitive behavioral therapy techniques to help you gain some stress management abilities. These are skills and techniques that you can employ to help yourself change the underlying thought patterns or the behaviors you have that lead to mood issues, anxiety, depression, symptoms that are kind of uncomfortable or that are undesirable. Why would I want you to get in good practice of these things almost like it's secondhand? Well, I have found that one of the biggest issues of dealing with somebody who's very difficult to be around, it does have to do with them, but a lot of times it has to do with us and having to regulate ourselves. That's where our energy is drained. That's the reason why we want to avoid so often is because we have to regulate ourselves so much in response to that person. So I want you to get in really good habit of utilizing these techniques so that it's easier to be around these people so that it's easier to regulate yourself and that so you don't feel so tired or so drained. Here are quick techniques that you can utilize, examples of CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy techniques that you can utilize. Use thought-stopping techniques. It's very simple. Not in the sense of having blank thoughts or meditating on nothingness for a very long time. Not at all. I don't think that's what Philippians 4, 8 teaches us. I want you to tell your brain though, to stop every time you have a thought that's not helpful, a thought that's harmful for you, or that just doesn't contribute in any way. I want you to tell your brain, stop. You can say it out loud. You can say it to yourself. You can also envision a red stop sign or a street light on red. Whatever it is to signal stop. Sometimes I can look at something that's red. I used to have a red bow on my desk that would remind me stop. Every single time a thought that comes up that's not helpful for you, I want you to block that thought out so that it's not like an avalanche that starts as a little snowball and keeps growing like anxiety does and then ends up plummeting you. Stop the thought at the very beginning. Ask yourself questions like, will I even care about this in a year or two? Will I remember? If the answer is no, let it go. Don't worry about it so much. Don't make it such a big deal. Next, remind yourself, just because someone says something does not make it true. That's where knowing your identity in Christ comes in handy, doesn't it? 
in so many ways for so many more things than that. But you really want to know who you are in Christ and you want to know what scripture tells you about yourself. Because if God defines you, no one else has to. And when you're challenged by something someone says, you know what to compare that to, to what God says about you. Remind yourself that you're not going to be there forever with this person. At some point, it will end. So at some point, it will be tomorrow. It'll be next week. Think about something in the future, your birthday, another time that is in the future. So you can remind yourself that even though you're in this moment now, it will not, it will not last forever. Very important. If you need some quick stress management techniques, I want you to utilize your five senses. If you need to calm yourself down right away, sight, taste, touch, smell, and hearing something. For example, sip some warm tea. Maybe if you're like me, you drink coffee, coffee flavored water. Maybe that's helpful for you. Touch a soft pillow on the couch that you're sitting on. Move closer to the kitchen so you can smell the good food that is being cooked. Maybe you put some perfume or some cologne on your wrist and you can smell it uh, as you're talking to help calm yourself down. Pray. Praying is so important. Quick prayers work. Here's a scripture that I want to include in this section, which is Proverbs 25, 28. A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. I don't want that to be you. So go ahead and utilize these cognitive behavioral techniques. These are things that I use all the time. The third thing, the third tip that I have for you is to come prepared with interesting topics or facts that can occupy conversations or divert attention if needed. These can be things that are neutral, like the weather, recent events. Now talking about controversial subjects, that's really up to you. Do that at your own risk. If you happen to side with them on some things, that may be the time to discuss those things. Think about ways that you're alike in some type of thinking. You can mention things that are going on in the family without being gossipy like. Get them to talk about themselves. That works so well so often and it can help actually you to learn more about them and you'll have more empathy for them. But also it lets you off the hook, takes the pressure off of you having to speak so much or respond to them and they feel loved and understood. So win-win situation. The scripture I have for this tip today is Matthew 10, 16. Behold, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Now, I know this is for the disciples to go out who are about to be persecuted. What I take from the scripture when it comes to the tip that I just gave you, how I apply it is that sometimes it does feel like we're coming up against attacks when we're dealing with difficult people. Also, I think it's a great reminder that as Christians, we can be wise. We should be wise. You don't have to be super passive all the time. You need to be wise and strategic. So be strategic, come prepared with topics that are helpful. Fourth tip, remember, there are some people you will always have to limit your time with. Your relationship will probably always be a dance. Just become comfortable with that. Sometimes you'll be able to spend more time with them and sometimes you're going to have to limit it more. It's always going to be a dance based off of different things like their character that day, their temperament, your temperament, stress levels. So be wise, be aware, and be alert. Along these matters, sometimes we don't know how to make transitions with these people And then we start fumbling over our words. We don't know what to say. We try, but we visibly look anxious. Isn't that the worst? Oh my goodness. 
they might prey on that. They might highlight it. And oh man, don't we just get more anxious when that happens? Sometimes then we end up being too passive or too aggressive. So to help yourself out before that happens, I want you to practice transition words and phrases to help you spin out of conversation or be able to break away from them because you need to limit your time. Try things like, hmm, that's a very interesting point. I'm going to have to take some time to think of that. I'm, I'm going to give that some thought. Oh, but on another note, in the meanwhile, I wanted to ask you, how did your birthday go? Now, you see what I did there? I kind of gave some excitement towards the end of my phrase there. I transitioned out of that. I validated what they said a little bit. And I said, well, I'm going to process that and give that some thought. And you probably will. But then you diverted their attention and you changed the subject in a way that was a little exciting. And so they'll go along with that hopefully. Maybe it looks like, wow, that's going to take some time to process, man. Okay. But in the meanwhile, what did you think of that new movie? It might also look like I might get a little stressed thinking about that. And I was really hoping to have a little bit less stress today, a stress-free day if possible. Do you mind if we talked about something else for a bit? Maybe that might be in response to something emotional that they emotionally charged that they talked about. It could even be something as benign as, oh my goodness, did you hear? Something with an inflectuation in your voice, something that draws attention to what you're saying now might help them move away from that topic that they had before. You can even say something like, you know, I need to use the restroom and then I'm going to take a quick breather. I'm going to go talk to so-and-so. Then go to use the restroom. I'm sure that you're going to have to use the restroom. Don't lie, but go to the restroom, do something and then go do whatever you said you were going to go do something to get you out of time with this person so that you are able to cope a little bit better. The scripture I have for this section is Proverbs 22, three, the prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. Don't suffer. Just know it's always going to be a dance. Figure out those transitions so that you can, on those days you need to spend less, you can do so. Lastly, tip number five, be thick skinned. Do not choose this day to be the day that you're very sensitive. Remember that if someone mistreats you, it usually has more to do with them than it does you. Do not take everything they say as truth. Just because they say it doesn't make it true. Maybe to help yourself remember to be thick-skinned, you remind yourself that some people are limited in dealing with their emotions well and how they relate to other people well. It doesn't mean they'll always be, but at this time they are. And remember that oftentimes those that are limited in dealing with their emotions well are struggling to deal with really tough stuff inside. They haven't crossed the line into healthy yet. That helps me to have empathy to know they're often operating that way because they have difficulties going on. And if they could do so easily and they could relate well, they would do that. Remember, we're also showing love to people because they have value in Christ. We remember that they're lost or not healed a lot of times. And we have the heart for that outreach for the lost. So we keep compassion whenever possible. Here's a scripture for you. Romans 5, 3 through 5. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts, the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. 
So we don't have to be super sensitive. We can be thick skinned. We have God's love and it's been poured into our hearts and it's the Holy Spirit has been given to us. We can endure, we can rejoice in suffering. So go ahead and do that. When you're dealing with difficult people, remember that be thick skinned. Now, scripture section. We're already done. I told you this was going to be a brief episode today. I've given you lots of scriptures. Here's one more. Matthew 5, 46 through 48. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even Gentiles do the same. You therefore must be perfect and you're as your heavenly father is perfect. You want to remember that having godly character, when people are relating well to us or when things are going just fine, is not really that hard. Even non-believers could do that. Where you see the test of our faith and of our godly character is when we're under particular stress, when we're challenged to the core in our flesh. That's when you're going to see our character or particular aspects of our character. So many times we like to say, oh, that wasn't me. I don't know who that was. I would never do that when we did do that. No, that is you. That is who you are. That is part of your character when you're under that level of stress. What we want to do is grow closer to Christ and more like him so that we are able to develop fruit even under stress. So remember that. I think that scripture is such a a great scripture. All right, everybody. The takeaway that I have for you is just what I said a second ago. Even non-believers can be kind and gentle and loving when they're around people that are easy to get along with. Believers are to be believers even when we're around difficult people. You have godly character even around difficult people. That's what sets us apart. One of the things that sets us apart. All right, guys, we're all done. I told you this was going to be a quick episode. I hope that you liked it. Thank you so much to all you who are watching and who are listening. We're so thankful for you. Don't forget we're on all major podcast platforms. Share our information, share our podcast to those that you love. And don't forget that we're on social media. We have a Facebook and on Instagram. So go ahead and give us a follow there. Give us a like on our episode if you wouldn't mind and subscribe so that you don't miss anything. We appreciate you so much. And I'm going to go ahead and close this out in prayer. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this time. Thank you, Lord God, that you are you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you let us come to you, that you help to grow us, Lord Jesus. Help us to be more like you and closer to you every single day. Help us to be steadfast in your word. Help our character to be a character that honors you, Lord Jesus. Help us not to bring glory to ourselves, but to you. Help us to love those that you're calling us to love in the ways you're calling us to love, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord Jesus, to die to ourselves, Lord Jesus, to show love in a genuine way, Lord God, to show your light that others would come to know you. We pray for all those that we are around, that they would be healed, Lord Jesus. I pray for good relationships to all those that are listening and that are viewing today, Lord Jesus. Help us to grow closer to you. Thank you so much for everything that you do for us and for you being you. We love you and thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Till next time. Ciao.